listening to the Joel Cathy Podcast. Today's guests, Scott Ryan and Mark Babbitt. Here's Joel. Okay, so today we're joined by Scott Ryan, local singer, songwriter, and friend of those in the quote-unquote studio today, which is myself, Joel Cathy, and Mark Babbitt, who will be joining us regularly, I think. Right? Yes. How's it going, Scott? Hey, so good. I think today we were going to talk about goo. Goo. And and something that is goo, which is 3D. So, Mark, why don't you give the origin of goo real quick? The origin of goo. It's a special thing. It is. It's a it's a it's a commonly used word, has many uses. It's one of the most versatile words. Yeah, it's very uh, complex. It can be used in the noun form, verb form, yeah. adjective, adverb. It's very expletive. Con- it's very conceptual. Yeah, as a word. But uh, essentially, goo um, reply uh, uh, not replies, but applies. Implies. Goo implies. Does it imply? <laughs> it can imply. <laughs> Uh, but goo... <laughs> goo can do whatever it wants to do. Goo refers to anything of a nerdy nature, um, or something that one would be excited about that is nerdy. Um, so, for example, in the adjective sense, um, something that is very generally, you know, assumed as being something nerdy, uh, is goo. So, Star Wars, something of which both Scotty and I are very into... Uh, would be goo. Someone would say, wow, that is so goo. Star Wars is so goo. Also, if you are one that is into things like Star Wars, you are a goo. So and like, you are gooey. Or you are gooey. Um, but it's more commonly, I mean, it's a noun. You're like a... You are a goo. Yeah, yes. A goo. Yes. But it's also... And more specifically, like a Star Wars goo. A Star Wars goo. A... Which makes it specific, rather than just sort of goo yeah. Yeah. in but general. See, goo can be an adjective too. Like, oh my gosh, Scotty's so goo. Right. Yes. And not just not just me, but anyone who is goo. Yes. Just making that clear. It's also, <laughs> I would say, most commonly used as an exclamation. So, for example, Joel comes in and he's like, dude, I just got this awesome new microphone that I'm going to record my new music on. To which I could simply reply, goo, which means... Wow, Joel, you are such a nerd. You are so goo over your music recording things. Or well, it it but it's rarely used as a as sort of a first person exclamation, right? I mean, you're not gonna if you're describing something that you, like Joel would not come in and say, "Guys, goo! I have a new microphone for my recording." No, it's because always it's, in it's response. almost it, when it's used sort of towards someone, it's almost derogatory. In the sense that you are, you are in fact labeling them as a goo. Yes, but the only people that would use that are themselves goo. So it's kind of like, it's kind of an acknowledgement of that was incredibly goo, but it's okay because I also think it's cool and I know that I'm a goo as well. So it's kind of like, it's, it's a very communal thing. Like the goo is kind of like, we are all acknowledging this is goo, we are goo, our world is goo well you guys both lived in goo houses at one point yes a goo a goo house you didn't ever live there together did you no uh, maybe like a week there was a there's a how many people live there now like 17 goos uh, i don't know if the house the goo house is still occupied by goos there's all, a new goo house now. there's a house of the new goo anyone can become a goo at any time 
Um, you just need to be embraced by the goos and have something you goo about. Well, I think we've exhausted the word. And hopefully, well, where does every- it come from? Where does the term? Where did where did it originate well, from? Justin likes to make make well, it seem right. like it should be credited to him. I I think Conan O'Brien was probably using it a while ago. I think Justin got it from Conan, but. Well, he got the goo voice from Conan, which is like, mm, yes, Star Wars, which actually, I just... Here we go. I just kind of adopted a Craig Thompson goo, <laughs> which I used to have my own unique goo voice, but for some reason, I adopted the Craig Thompson I goo voice. I think we all kind of did. Which is a terrible goo voice. It was the worst goo voice of everyone's. But so distinctive. But it was so funny, and it its most common use was by Craig is... That's what he <laughs> usually says, and so I that's my goo voice now for some reason. But that voice kind of originated from Conan O'Brien. He does the two-finger glasses push-up, which you can't see. I just did it, but you can't see it. <laughs> uh, so anyway, he, he took that, added the word goo. So, I mean, he came up with the word goo. I don't think Conan ever used the word goo, and uh, that somehow... He does now. He does? Yeah. Maybe he got it He's, from Justin. He says giga-goo. He's like, giga-goo! Really? That was like a year ago, though. Maybe it's just a fluke. Well, we're hoping for goo to catch on worldwide. I mean, it's already a bi-coastal sort of phrase. I think um, people goo every day. People goo every day. I use it in my everyday speech. Joel does. I don't know about Scotty. He... Yeah, absolutely. It's to the yeah, point absolutely. now where like my cousins that I never speak to really are saying it. And I'm like, where'd you hear that? And I feel like there's like a, a lineage like back to our group or something. Has to be. Because they're all bros, and there's no way they would have heard that in their circles. Wow. Can you be a bro and be a goo at the same time? What would you goo about if you were a bro? Dunes. Okay. Monsties. Beer. Pounding some monsties. Snowboarding. Ultimate fighting uh, championship. I believe the term for a gooey bro is a goosef. A goosef, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, bros aren't really can't really be goo over things they're like totally like broing out it's kind of like things. the light can't be dark it's basically yeah. the same thing if a bro is really excited about his <laughs> snowboarding excursion he's broing out over it he's right. not gooing over it yeah in that sense but he can't be a goo no because you're either well you're not either a bro or a goo but most bro activities sort of cancel out goo activities exactly. and vice versa yes right. mark can you do your one of your bro voices right now i feel like you have a few Huh. I, now I'm like thinking about it too much. Uh, what? Uh, what is my bro? Oh, like, ee, bro, dee. Uh, that's. I mean, that's more of my Josh voice. <laughs> but, uh, dude, bro, dude, I totally hit this awesome like snowboard like hill the other day, <laughs> dude. It was like, dude, it was so awesome, bro. Yeah, bro. Deed, bro, deed, bro, bro, deed, 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 bro, do bro. That's that's the bro voice. Dude and bro. <laughs> and awesome. Like, deed, awesome. Did you want to talk about, I don't know, you were saying something about 3D and going out on Clone Wars and all that. Well, we, Scotty and I, big Star Wars fans, might be two of the only fans over the age of 10 maybe 12, 13, that like the Clone Wars television series? No, see, I don't think so. I, I've talked to uh, actually a lot of people who they uh, have been, they've been pretty excited about it, actually. Oh, 
Okay. Well, you know, so you don't have to. You can come. You can come out of hiding. You don't have to pretend to your friends like you don't like it. I never pretend to my friends that I don't like the Clone Wars <laughs> television show because I am out over my love of Hannah Montana. So why worry about talking about the Clone Wars? <laughs> That's true. I guess, yeah, when you have worse um, things, worse skeletons not in your closet. Right. You, you usually put them on display when people come around. So it's hey, more power to you. But anyway, Scotty and I love uh, we love the Clone Wars. Uh, it's the television Star Wars extravaganza animated show and it's just about one of the best things around right now i think <laughs> i think i get more and more excited about it each week it gets better and better but never see anything about the clone wars on tv or in a movie <clears throat> i'm thinking man i bet wherever mark is he's totally gooing out over this right now if i'm watching it going prob- going his shorts even except well yeah except you probably heard about it a month before i saw it probably probably and scotty probably heard about it I, I probably told him A couple days before I heard about it. <laughs> Scotty wrote it. <laughs> Scotty might have written it. <laughs> but uh, another thing's goo. Joel and I, big, uh, we are pretty big 3D enthusiasts. Uh, as you know, the new 3D craze has hit Hollywood, uh, primarily in CG animated fare. And uh, Joel and I, both being fans of animation... And uh, all things technology have uh, really become big fans of it, wouldn't you say? I've been a big fan of 3D for a while, just have to say. I've been, I've been doing 3D pictures for years, five well, years. Yes. <laughs> I mean, and I've loved like the Disney attractions and everything, but there haven't oh, yeah. been many theatrical movies That's true. to use 3D. And the technology has gotten so much better, and it's used so much more artfully now. That Up until recently, it's just kind of been a novelty. Yes. I don't know, Scotty, if you... I know you're, you like Coraline, correct? That's true, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, are you into the 3D deal? Are you on the 3D bandwagon, let's I, say? You know, I don't know if I'm on the bandwagon necessarily, as in, you know, like, with... Moving in the direction everybody else is, I think, yes, I can appreciate it. Life is in 3D. You know, you can you can see it and, and feel it. Uh, you can look around it. Uh, you can taste it. Yes. You can lick it. You can smell it. You can... Kick it. Goo you it. You can touch it. I, can't, I, haven't, I haven't gotten a chance to see some of the uh, the 3D films in theaters that have been, that have been out. I, I, I've been... I've been either unable to or moving around, you know, whatever, not uh, able to. But Coraline in 3D was, was great. It was a great experience. I think that the uh, the third dimension really added a lot to the animation and the quality. Um, my question, is it is it becoming more popular because technology is improving and people are then looking for ways to translate that into the, the medium of film and that sort of thing. I mean, where do you think it's going? It's, it's kind of everywhere now, I think, cause it's in video games, it's in movies, it's in, you know, there's the whole aug- augmented reality thing. Um, the thing we were trying to talk to Kenny about the other day was 3d used to be all about the novelty of it, which is like crap popping out of the screen and like, looking like it's right in front of your face. In your face. And that is really annoying, and I hate that. And nowadays, there's not too much of that. It's just, it's like you're watching a tiny little play, like, inside a shoebox, you know? Yes. Only the depth is, like, It's crazy. become, the 3D, the third dimension, has become a part of the film's cinematography. It's like, it's adding a depth 
to the film that was otherwise not there. So it's used, I feel like Pixar especially, I've seen Up and the two Toy Story movies in 3D now. Pixar uses it brilliantly. Like it's very subtle. It just kind of brings the movie more to life. It's not about calling attention to itself. Like, oh my gosh, look at this 3D. This thing's like right in my face. It's more like, you know, it just feels more real. It's more interesting to look at. It adds a depth to it that, you know, makes like spatial relationships more realistic. Like, it seems more involving that way. You know. Kind of more immersive, you know. And, uh, and it seems like that's, I mean, wouldn't you agree that's kind of where media is headed anyway? Is that we're everybody in some ways kind of like we're trying to find ways to make people feel like they're a part of yeah. what they're experiencing, you know? Very much. Which is, I mean, initially how audiences were when they saw films when it was first invented you know and to get a little goo here when like the great train robbery came out in 1919 i think it was uh and at the end the last shot the guy points his gun at the audience and pulls the trigger and smoke comes out of it you know audiences like jumped and freaked out because they thought a guy actually shot at them because they (laughs) thought it was so real so they'd never seen it before you know and over the last hundred years it's become such like a normal thing. Like we go to the movies, we know it's not real, you know, not to say that we think it's real now that it's 3d, but it's just, it creates a new experience for people. Even though 3d has been around for a long time, it's kind of been dead for the last, you know, since the fifties 3d craze. Now that it's back, it's like a fresh new way to experience the movies. So do you think that it's going to just keep building up to the point where every single movie we see is going to be like a, a bug's life experience or like a, you know, one of those 4D experiences where we just have to keep adding on things that make us feel more a part of the movie? Or do you think it's going to go away again (laughs) and then come back? Mm, Neither. I think it is going to become like color film and color television. Like it's something that was new and fresh and like really cool and was a big deal. And as time went on, it began to be used in more interesting ways like so you, you think know, it'll just have... like plateau but i mean do you think we'll like it'll in plat- another in another 30 or 40 years we'll add on some new dimension we might yeah that might happen i mean you're eventually going to get to the point with 3d with no glasses um you know who knows what the future will hold but i don't think it's i don't i don't think it's going to progress to being gimmicky ever i think yeah. it's being used as a tool just like i said like color film like which leads us to the ultimate goo, which should which should be Star Wars in 3D. Star Wars in 3D. I think theory. Okay, here 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 is the evidence that we have collected. One, we know for a fact it was announced by Disney at the D23 <laughs> Disney Expo <laughs> that good goo boys new Star Tours coming to Disneyland and Disney's Hollywood Studios in Florida. In 3D, digital projection, whole new show, same basic idea, right? So we have that on the horizon. We know live-action television series being developed right now. George Lucas is writing the first season. They're casting, hopefully shooting early 2010. And we know that, you know, there's talk of Star Wars, uh, the all six original Star Wars movies in 3D. So I think, wow, these three things coinc- uh, these three things on the forefront, 
And we know that the Star Tours ride is coming in like 2012, I think. So I think there is going to be, much like we have like Beatles like craziness right now, where it was like Rock Band and the remasters and all this stuff on VH1. I think we're gonna have Star Wars Goo Fest <laughs> in 2012, and all these things are gonna hit at once. It's gonna be like new TV show, new ride at Disneyland, 3D movies, Star Wars, go goo yourself. And then the world will end in December. And then the world's going to end in December, unfortunately. I'm building up to that. I'm there. <laughs> Count me in. According to Nostradamus and co. And Mayans. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's, uh, I think that, that the third dimension, you know, it opens up all kinds of possibilities for, for ways to continue to be creative, you know, do things that are that are a little different and kind of keep it fresh, like you said, outside the box a little bit. I mean... Literally. Li- yes. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> painful. You have to... Uh, you know, I think uh, I think that's, there's lots of possibility out there. So how's this going to affect you? You think it's going to... I mean, right now we got the whole iTunes, like... It was it LP or whatever? Mm-hmm. You think it's going to get to the point where we're doing iTunes 3D like liner notes. <laughs> you know, I don't know that I can I, see it. I don't know that it crosses over much into the into the field of <laughs> music well, musical media. I, I would think that that would be kind of like the you know people who stared at the the 3D pictures in the in the 90s trying to you know find the the image. And, oh yeah. And, and the uh, that was a popular thing for a while, wasn't it? Didn't they? Stereograms. A lot of people had those. Yeah, the like not the stereograms, but the. Um, like the magic eyes. Like, it's like magic eyes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, those are stereos. It's like stare at, stare okay. at it until the whale jumps out at you, you know? Yes, which mine always goes in. Because <laughs> you cross your eyes. Because I cross my eyes. Mine always goes in, it never jumps out, and it makes That's it what she said. much... Yes. Or he said. It makes it much more difficult uh, for me to distinguish what it is because it's in. No. <laughs> <laughs> but... I see, I do see 3D, I mean, it's video games, it's television, it's home theaters. I recently saw 3D in Blu-ray at the D23 Expo, and it was crazy cool. With, well, it is cool. I mean, yeah. I remember being, uh, what, all of 11 years old and playing, like, like, Super Mario 64 for the first time, you know, and you're in that, all of a sudden there's that third dimension. And I thought, this has got to be the greatest thing ever, you know, just hands down. 3D. And it got better. And it did. It keeps getting better. It's getting better all the time, as uh, the Beatles would say. Better, better, better. All right, well, Scotty, uh, let's talk about your new record for a couple minutes. Is there like a theme or is there like a... Did you come at it from a certain angle or... Uh, The the Tree Man EP uh, really came into being because... Earlier this year, we were, you know, just looking at, at trying to kind of put some things together and, and make some, some pitches and just kind of realized that we needed fresher material. Um, but at the same time, had some songs written. We've been playing for a while, you know, and kind of putting pieces in place for this record that, uh, that we're kind of working on. But it uh, wasn't ready yet. You know, the, the project that we were kind of working on and looking at, I could see like what needed to be done and it was going to take more time, more time to kind of gestate, I guess. And so uh, I, I kind of just decided that it'd be cool to sort of put that on hold for a while and just kind of approach 
like five brand new songs, you know, just constructing them from scratch and kind of seeing what happened based on what we were sort of being influenced by at the time. And so kind of just grew out of that idea, just sort of like take the five newest songs that we have and are working on and can write and, you know, see what see what it all sounds like when it's when it's put together. All right. Well, here to perform the song Crow's Feet off his new EP, The Tree Man. Here's Scott Ryan.
sweat from a day spent working like this Shed a little Scott Ryan for being here and Mark Babbitt as well. Thanks, guys. Hey, no problem. You're welcome. And uh, I think Mark will be back next time, right? Yes. When we will have insert guest name here on the show. Uh, this was going to be the part where we announced the contest winner, but there was no winner this week. Boom. Yeah. So keep playing. The contest is extended till the next episode. Yay. Pawn test. Yeah. Or basically just until someone wins. So the details of that contest can be found at contest.joelcathy.com. Huh. Thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. Joel Cathy. So... You're, that's what she said joke. I've been playing uh, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker this week in my free time. It's usually way too late at night. And every time you hit, like, if you pull, <laughs> take an item out at the wrong time, you know, it'll just, like, he'll just hold it, and then the screen says, taking this out here won't do anything. <laughs> every time. It's just like...